welcome to the Health and Fitness Frederick Podcast, where we discuss all things related to health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that you can actually understand. And it is hosted by yours truly, Dr. Matt Silver, Doctor of Physical Therapy and founder of Alpha Project Physio and Performance. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for for joining us today. And uh, on this episode, we're going to do, do do things a little bit differently. Um, so uh, I've had a lot of guests on, a lot of like trainers in the area and other healthcare providers that I think are, are worth hearing from and are, and are pretty awesome providers. And but on this episode, I'm actually bringing on a, a current patient of mine who uh, she's she's in the weeds right now. She's um, getting back to running after being out for I think a year for a long time. Um, but, uh, before we go any further, I just want to, uh, say that we've talked about HIPAA and, uh, uh, tomorrow you've agreed that, Hey, verbally written orally that, Hey, you're totally fine with us talking about kind of what we've been, what we, how we've been working together. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Um, just so all the HIPAA police out there, this is totally fine, right? <laughs> She's consenting to this. Um, but uh, without further ado, uh, just I want to welcome Tamari um, on um, on the podcast. How do you say your last name, Tamari? I don't want to butcher it. It's Ramishvili, just as it's written. It, it's, it looks intimidating, but it's really, you just um, say it as it's written. It, it is a very intimidating last name. But uh, so, uh, <laughs> so guys, please welcome Tamari on the podcast and... Um, so it's, so yeah, Tamari, thanks for, thanks for joining us. I know it's early for you. You're in uh, Montana, right? So that's two hours early and this is like seven o'clock. Yeah. So you woke up five o'clock here. So, well, thanks for, thanks for, for joining us, Tamari. Yeah. Um, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, so we started working together, um, uh, it was a, a couple months ago and I mean, just tell everybody about, cause you're, you're an ultra runner, right? Uh, correct. Um, and so tell everybody about like, why did you get, I guess, how did you get into running or why did you get into running? Uh, sure. I mean, to start very early on, um, my, my father is actually a marathon runner and he, he was really in, big on, on the sport. Um, and he used to force us to go running as kids, which I hated, but, um, he thought it would be a good idea for our physical and mental health. Um, so when I wanted to get fit and healthy and I believe it wasn't until, um, college, my undergraduate career, I just kind of defaulted to running because it was what I knew and what I was used to. Um, and so I started running for pleasure then for physical and mental health. And I just kind of, um, got hooked on it. I mean, I, I ran casually for a few years. So, um, meaning pretty inconsistently, like just kind of whenever I felt like it. And then uh, a friend of mine convinced me to run a <clears throat> marathon, which I hesitantly signed up for. And this was, um, I was already living in DC. I was, you know, working on my master's degree. So it had been a while that after I started running casually. And so I, um, I ran this marathon successfully for the first time. And then a month later I ran another one. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say I was hooked almost immediately. <laughs> well, no, immediately. 
Um, and then I just kept running marathons. And after a few months that got old and I wanted a new challenge and I just kept on adding distances and, um, yeah, just kept going higher and higher and pushing myself. Um, and, um, definitely have been hooked <laughs> for quite a while now. I think it's been about four or five years since I've run, I've started running, um, serious distances. Wow. So you kind of, you jumped in the game a little later on, like it sounds like you weren't really like you didn't do, did you do track or cross country in, in high school or, or anything like that? Nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you, you started out, um, you know, is it I'm still like mid twenties, right? Yeah. About mid twenties. And kind of jumped right into the marathon that your friend wanted you to join. And so essentially you were like, yeah, oh, do some marathons. You're like, well, that was easy. What could I, what else could I do to <laughs> challenge myself? And then it sounds like it evolved into marathons to, to ultra marathons. So like, I, I know you, I mean, we've talked about like 50 Ks and, and hundred milers and, and, and I mean, you've, you've done pretty big distances, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Wow. Um, it's a lot of running. <laughs> that's a lot, a lot of running tomorrow. It is, um, it's, uh, so, it is, but it's my, it's my um, mental release. I think that's for a lot of people is it's like, Hey, why do you run? And there's many reasons why, and I'm sure we can get into the weeds about mm -hmm. right. Why do people enjoy running? But I think mm -hmm. one of the biggest ones is, is a mental stress relief, mental relief or whatever you want to call it. But just, there's something about running that, right. That, that we just, we just enjoy. And some people absolutely hate running. It's, I think it's a love or hate <laughs> sort of relationship, but if you love it, I mean, it's kind of like, Oh, I want to go do this thing. And if you can't do it, I mean, I know when I can't run or can't work out, it's like, I get kind of, I get kind of miserable. Like <laughs> I have not a very nice person to yeah. be around. Absolutely. Um, yeah. um, so, I mean, tell, tell me about, I know your injury happened. Well, yeah. Tell me about what happened with the, with kind of that, that muscle around the, the arc there. Sure. So this was entirely my fault. Um, <laughs> I ran a 100 miler one weekend and the weekend after I was feeling pretty good. I thought I had recovered entirely. And so I ran a 50 K <laughs> and pretty much after that, it was just downhill. Um, I got this injury where um, in both feet, the arches of my feet hurt when I ran. So I could not run without pain like not even one mile. Um, and so I tried to push through it. I thought I get, gave it some time. So I, I, you know, I took a couple weeks off. I thought that would be enough. Um, and then I just kept running through it, hoping that it would go away. Um, and of course it did not. And um, it just kind of got a little bit worse. <laughs> and it, I, I, it was at, and then it was at a point where I, I, like, I just could not, run at all because obviously pain in the arches of both of your feet is excruciating when you're running and um eventually I I was supposed to run a hundred miler and I pushed through the pain all the way up to a hundred k um and then I dropped out of the race because it was just too painful and that's that's when I decided to actually do something about the pain and that's when I admitted to myself that it wasn't going to magically go away. <laughs> 
Well, it's, and I think that's a story a lot of runners find themselves in is, oh, I have this little ache and pain. And then they're like, I'm just going to run through it. And right, that'll work for a little bit. And then it's like, oh, it gets a little bit worse. Let me, let me try this thing and, 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 and try and run through it. And it turns into the situation where they're in this cycle of, of right, running through it and, and flaring it up and taking a break, running through it, uh, flaring it up, taking a break. And eventually, in your mm-hmm. case, you're like, I tried this 100 miler, which I know are, first of all, are not cheap. <laughs> like those ultra marathons that are 100 milers. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They're expensive. Like they're, I mean, right. it's like, I think we we're talking like a grand or like 800 bucks or something like that. Like they're not they're not cheap. And like, if you're going to be willing to invest that money in a race and then right, ha- being, having this ache or pain, it's just that, I mean, that can be infuriating and frustrating. It's like, I had to drop out of this race. I maybe not just the money aspect, but Hey, the, I want to be able to run a hundred miles. I only got 32 in. Um, I mean, that's, that's definitely frustrating. So I know you said, it, um, I, I must've, sorry, I was trying to make that dinging sound go away. Am I on the, on the, uh, on the computer here, but what's uh, what, how long, when did that start? Was it two years ago? No, it was actually last um, October. So it's been okay. close to a year. Um, yeah, yeah some, uh, about a year ago. Um, and that that hundred miler that I dropped out of was December thirty first. I was I wanted to do a hundred miler for the new year, um, and it did not quite work out. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's like you said, I, I had to cancel a bunch of races and lose out on a lot of money because I like to schedule my races um, sometimes a whole year in advance. So um, mm-hmm. I had a bunch of them scheduled for the first five months even for this year, and I've had to um, cancel all of them. That sucks. Like, like the, yeah, like that, really, that, you know, yeah, like you have all these races planned and you're like, I got to cancel them and, and either a get like partially refunded or just push them mm-hmm. to the, I mean, did you like, I mean, that's what happened. You just pushed them to the next year or do you do like, how'd you do that? Um, in a couple of cases I was able to, but um, in most cases I was not. And I just, I just sucked it up and <laughs> let go of the, the financial um, piece. That's, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, that sucks tomorrow. I mean, you know, you, you love some, love doing something and then you're like, Hey, I'm going to invest this money in it. And then it doesn't work out. I'm like, <laughs> like those, those races are not cheap. So, t- so tell me about, um, so it sounds like you really love running. You love doing the ultra marathons if you're right. I mean, I know they're not cheap and it, and the fact that you love doing them, Hey, I want to do this hundred miler here and, and right. Having, there's a reason why they're not cheap because there's a lot of uh, staffing and, and there's pit oh, stops sure. and right to getting food is, is that's, that, that, that's the whole reason why I think they're right they're that expensive. But well, tell me about mm-hmm. your, I know we talked a lot about your previous experience um, with physical therapy and, and, and I think this is huge to touch upon because it, it um, so as a, a performance-based physiotherapist myself, and I want to make that distinction quick. So a physical therapist is just a general practitioner who has a general knowledge of, of physical therapy and right. They know a lot. But a physiotherapist is somebody who is a performance-based therapist that has a unique skill set that can essentially mine is in distance runners and CrossFit athletes, where I really understand the sports and especially in running, where it gives me a unique perspective on how to treat a distance runner that it's very rare to find. So, so Tamari, tell me about your previous, previous experience with, uh, with physical therapy. 
Yeah, so when I first decided to do something about this injury, um, I went to a general physical therapist and um, I went twice a week for about five months. And then at the end of that five months, there was some progress, I would say. I think a big part of it was because I was not running during those five months. So I think my body was just able to recover mm-hmm. um, on its own. But, you know, in terms of being able to run, uh, I remember going to my last session and thinking, well, <laughs> I still can't run. Like, what's what's next? And I completed that session. I tried to run. A t- I could not get past two miles without it, like severe pain. So I'd made very little progress in those five months. And I just kind of felt lost afterwards because I didn't know where to go from there. That is a huge time commitment. Two times a week for five months. It, w- <laughs> it was, it definitely was. Well, I think it speaks to, I mean, your level of, I think a lot of runners are like this, like our level of commitment and dedication to something of, um, as I think running teaches you a lot of life lessons. And one of them is right. Not pushing through pain because right. We don't want to push through bad pain, but pushing through something that's uncomfortable for a time being, especially, I mean, we love doing it, but also, right. There's this aspect of, Hey, we're able to push through something that's not the most comfortable feeling in the world. And the fact that you're willing to to go to a physical therapist for twice a week for five months. I mean, that is how many, how many visits is that for um, 20? I mean, that's like 40 visits. <laughs> that's a lot of, that is a huge, that's a, that's a lot it of visits. Was, I, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, sorry, I mean, I we'll add, it started this. at we'll be... two. You, you can go oh. ahead tomorrow. Yeah, I was just going to say it started it started with twice a week and then eventually tapered off to once a week, but still a lot of sessions. Um, but I think it speaks to again, it speaks to your willingness to say, hey, I really want to take care of this problem. And it, it sounds like you were like, hey, I was willing to invest that time and money into, into solving it for good. I mean, am I am I right? Oh, absolutely. I was willing to do anything at that point. And if it meant that it could get back to running, I was more than happy to go twice a week um, for five months. Uh, well, um, so a, a thing that's, you know, that separates kind of what I do. And uh, so, yes, I call myself, I'm, I'm a physiotherapist, but, um, you know, I like to call myself a get out of pain ninja because that's what <laughs> what I think I do. And people are like, oh, that's <laughs> that's kind of different and, and we can uh, but, well, I mean, tell me this. So what was the experience like? Because I've worked, I've been to physical therapy before growing up, and I was not able to see long-term relief myself. Just kind of in your, it reminds me of you, Tamari, where I would go, and I, I feel like I got better because I stopped running. And, yeah, you know, some of the strengthening exercises and stuff definitely helped me with what I had going on. Um, but I'm curious to see what was your experience like there? Like, was it, why did you get, did you see the same practitioner, the same therapist? Did you get bounced around a lot? Like how, like, I guess this, what did you do like exercise wise? And what was your experience like? Sure. Well, I started with um, going to an orthopedist who referred me to a physical therapist. So I was seeing both of them. Um, well, the orthopedist just, um, just to check in here and there, but the physical therapist, she was really great. 
Um, it was the same person and she worked with me and um, we did everything from her massaging like you know with the special cream that they have like the bottoms of my feet before we would get started with the sessions just to loosen it up um, and we did everything from you know working with bands like doing um, doing all sorts of like sidewalks and things like that and uh, calf raises so a bunch of um, a bunch of exercises to support those, well, to strengthen those supporting muscles. Um, I guess more focused on the hips, the calves, and um, yeah, just the other supporting muscles. Awesome. Um, well, it sounds like, you know, the, the therapist you had was was great. It sounds like she did some things that I mean, I would recommend too. of, hey, if you have yeah. this pain in your arch, hey, probably work on some soft tissue work around it, we should work on the hips strengthening it sounds like the, the we call it the side butt, the, the, the glute medius muscle strengthening the, the side butt muscle. Um, I mean, those are all great things to do. Mm -hmm. But again, it, it sounds like it just wasn't I mean, she's probably a fantastic therapist, which is awesome. But it sounds like it just wasn't oh, what yeah, you needed was. to kind of get over the hump and to start to, to get better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it sounds like, I, I think I remember talking with you that, hey, definitely got a little bit better after you were done with, with the therapy, therapy there, but didn't see the long-term change that, that you wanted to. And so tell me this, how did you, how'd you find me? Like, <laughs> I think we talked about this before, but how did you find me? Yeah, definitely. So I was at that point where I had completed five months of physical therapy and I just felt really lost. I didn't know how to get back into running because I've got these races scheduled still for later in the year. Um, so I needed to and wanted to get back into running soon, but I just didn't know how to take that next step. So I'd been doing a bunch of research on different exercises, like PT exercises, strength and mobility that I could do on my own. I'd been listening to podcasts, watching videos, just anything I could find. And right around that time, mm -hmm. um, my favorite local race director shared a link that you, and I believe this was it, he shared a link that you had done. It was a video about ankle mobility, I believe. And I really liked the video and it was different um, than what I'd seen. So I think I just went on your Facebook and just started looking through a bunch of your stuff. And um, eventually I think I, you know, started listening to your podcast and um, I thought it was really helpful. And I think I also attended um, a free session you'd done for run runners specifically, which was really neat. So that's Oh, yeah, the workshop, it. right? <laughs> yeah, the workshop. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I always wonder. I'm like, hey, are people watching my, you know, watching my content and stuff. So, well, I'm glad that that it. I was able to to reach out and we were able to find each other tomorrow because, I mean, um, the the fact that I mean, we're only it's just like visit. I, mean, I think we have like we're only like halfway through like working together. Yeah. And I mean, you've seen you've already had like tremendous results with just some simple things. And the biggest thing was the the gate the gate assessment that we did. Um, so I mean. Well, I mean, so how has, tell, tell, how's, I know beforehand it was, you couldn't run more than like two or three miles without the arch pain, right? That's correct. Yeah. 
Um, so how, how are things going now after like five, I think we're like five sessions in, how are, how's everything going? I mean, we're five sessions in and everything is great. I mean, before I was, I mean, before we connected, I was at a place where it had been five months since I'd ran and mentally I was just, I was giving up hope and I was getting to a place where I couldn't even picture myself running like a six or 10 miler anymore. I mean, that's how bad it had gotten. Um, but you know, I, I just did a 10 miler two days ago and it felt fine. And I, I've, I've been running regularly for the past couple of weeks, um, just fine. And that's, that's huge for me, but, um, I mean, we're five sessions in, but even, you know, session two, three, I was already able to run a lot more, um, than I'd been running <laughs> in a very long time. So it was, um, I was able to see progress, you know, almost immediately, especially, after the gate analysis. Um, and it's so clear to me now <laughs> that, you know, we just, I, I wasn't addressing the root of the problem because after you mm -hmm. did the analysis and you shared some of the, some of your insights with me along with pictures where, you know, you pointed out what I, you know, was doing wrong or could have been doing better. Um, it's clear mm -hmm. to me now that a lot of it was, you know, I was doing the therapy and I was working on strengthening these supporting muscles and all, all those great things, but I wasn't addressing the root cause of these things, which was, you know, I was still not running. I was running in a way that, you know, was, I was just bound to get the injury or not heal the current injury. So it's been, um, it's been really, really helpful. And I'm glad that we connected when we did, because I was right at the point where, I just didn't know what to do next. And I, I was, you know, I had pretty much given up hope. Wow. I mean, it's what it's, it's everybody knows tomorrow you are, you mind if I tell them about kind of the gate, kind of the, how you were running? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so tomorrow is what others. we call a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she is a bouncer. So when when I watched her, so she, I think she had, you had your brother or your friend record your running, which was perfect. Yeah. And then brother. she sent it to me and, and um, she has what, what we call the ponytail sign. So when she was running, her ponytail was bouncing, really uh, uh, was oscillating up and down a lot. And when that happens, basically, but it lets me know, Hey, she's, 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 she's bouncing too much. Like she's, she's, instead of running uh, straight ahead and pushing forward, she's pushing up a little bit more than she should. And that, I think that was a huge factor in why that area, every time you write, it's, it sounds like walking was fine and everything else was fine. But the moment you start doing the thing, doing the running, mm -hmm. that's what aggravated it. And, and I think that was, that's probably the biggest factor in, it's like throwing a baseball. If you don't know how to throw the baseball, if you had all the mobility and strength in your shoulder, but if you don't know how to throw it, right, you're, you're probably going to have some shoulder and elbow issues. Same thing with running. Where I mean, the biggest thing we worked on tomorrow was just, hey, let's 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 work on not bouncing so much. And again, the more you yeah. bounce, the more stress and strain. Hundreds of thousands of, if not tens of thousands, thousands of steps when you're running a marathon or ultra marathon, it's just gonna flare that area right up. So that was probably the biggest thing we did was, a, look at your gait, your running form, and b, let's address this because this is a huge, uh, huge area that I think every runner should really have one as a gait assessment to make sure you're moving the right way. And it's a huge, yeah. uh, if you're not moving the right way, it could be a huge factor for, 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 for injuries and aches and pains. And, uh, it sounds like it really did. I mean, you responded I mean, almost immediately to it, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, so I know, um, tomorrow, I know you've been to other PTs before and something that, that I, I used to get frustrated with it. Now I don't as much cause I'm, I'm much better at explaining myself and, and, and what I do and how I do it. But, um, you know, I, I see healthcare and I think it, insurance is not what it used to be. And I think a lot of people realize that and, and your health and your wellness, I mean, it's an investment. And, you know, you can invest in the S&P 500, you can invest in the stock market, Tesla, mm-hmm. Apple, whatever you want to invest in, and you're probably going to get a pretty good return. But I mean, it, what's, I see your health as an investment and right, what's, what's it worth to you tomorrow to be able to, to run pain-free? I go, what is that worth to you? Um, it's, it's a, definitely a lot. I, I mean, I'm, I, after, you know, running for so long, I mean, it's, it's become, you know, it's become my part of my identity, but also as I realized when I wasn't able to run, um, it is a huge mental release. So it's, it's not only my physical health, but it's also my mental health. So it was, it was a big, big, um, big deal to not be able to run and then get back into running. I think a a lot of people are, are, are in that same boat, right? There's these deep reasons why we run again. And, Right. If you, I mean, I, I think I mean, you were talking earlier about, hey, like you'd almost given up on running. And I think that that takes a huge mental toll because I know what that's like. Right. I mean, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to get heated in the by the end of the podcast here. But like when I was in, in, in college, <laughs> I, mean, I had horrible knee pain, horrible low back pain that I had gone to orthopedists. And it, I don't really blame the orthos. It's not their job to do the physical therapy and the, the, that part of it. Their job is. To mm-hmm. point you in the right direction and do surgery mm-hmm. if needed. Most orthopedics are surgeons, so most of them are just they do surgery. That's what they do, or injections, or whatever else, whatever else that they do. But from the physical therapy standpoint, I had seen these providers. Uh, it was in, in Buffalo at the time, where I just you know they didn't either a they weren't runners, so they didn't understand it, or b they just didn't mm-hmm. understand the uniqueness and the intricacies that goes into treating a runner because there's a lot that's there. And if you're just a generalist, right, it's it's great that right, you're you're an awesome person. You graduated PT school. That's great, but right, it's probably not the best person for a runner to see. So I had actually much of my story is it's kind of similar to yours, Tamari, where I had years of running and I had knee pain, low back pain throughout high school. Got to college, bumped up my mileage and was like, I'm going to go serious now. I think I was at like 60 miles a week, so it was a lot. Wow! And just <laughs> myself in the ground. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, and, and I would go to the trainer and orthopedists and, and PTs. And it was just, I took some time off from running. I got better, of course. And then I went back to the thing and then eventually wasn't able to run. So, I mean, for me, it definitely, you know, a huge part of my identity, how I stayed healthy and, uh, you know, had a uh, like a mental breakdown because I wasn't able to do the thing that I love doing, uh, which is huge motiv- yeah. a huge motivating factor for me to want to help people get better. So, so guys, I take this stuff very seriously where if when I, and this is the whole reason I do this is I know exactly what it's like when you can't do the thing, when you can't, you know, enjoy your life and do the thing that you want to do. And especially when running is a part of that. And also when you've seen providers that you're not able to get that care, that quality of care, um, and right, you don't get better and it's nothing against other physical therapists, but they just, right. It's, it's seeing somebody it's, it's, and I hear this a lot of just rest and ice, I'm like, that's not going to solve the problem. There's a lot more yeah. things we can do than that than just those things. Um, so so tell me this tomorrow. I mean, um, I mean, was it worth working with me? I mean, as a, was the investment worth it? 
Oh my God. Absolutely. I, yeah, <laughs> it was absolutely worth it. I mean, being, going from, you know, thinking like not even being able to imagine myself running, you know, even a six miler, which I, you know, I was doing at least <laughs> every single day. And then all of a sudden I, you know, I had completely lost hope. I had no idea where to turn. Should I give it like another five? Like, I just didn't know what to do. Um, and then being able to get right back into running within a couple of weeks um, or a couple of sessions. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's been a game changer for me. Um, well, I, well, I'm glad you found me tomorrow because, you know, it's um, a, a lot of people, it's the reason I, it's, I mean, I give out so much content for free and, and the goal of that is, Hey, I want people yeah. to know, you know, that this is here. And I think a lot of people are actually looking for this, the service that, um, right. Can take, cause there's, there's so many, I think when I started my practice, I started at, you know, concierge in Frederick, Frederick, Maryland. And, you know, there's 15 other physical therapy practices in Frederick mm -hmm. when I started. And this is also during, <laughs> during COVID as well. And I was like, oh, is this a good idea? Starting a business <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> and, um, so I actually, I didn't even know that there was 15 other PT practices. I just knew, I knew that the model that I do, I knew that nobody, nobody else is doing this. It's going to be much more popular in about 10 years, even five years, it'll be more mm -hmm. popular, but, um, right. The established businesses, like nobody is doing this. That's really already established of actually being able to give, I mean, tomorrow we spend an hour together every session, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, no, it's, it is unheard of in the physical therapy world to spend an hour one-on-one -on -one with people. It's always you know, every 30 minutes, every 45 minutes, you're moving That's around, true. you're passing people off. Yeah. And, and, and I realized when I was working for an insurance-based practice, it's just, I mean, it's not as bad here, but in Buffalo, it is a sheer numbers game where I was as a student, just, I would see three, at least three people an hour, two minimum, and sometimes four an hour. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I go, what am I actually getting people better <laughs> by throwing on a heat pack and then telling you to do this quad squeeze and then watch you squat. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. And, and here it's not as bad, but still two people an hour, you know, I can't give people the one-on-one -on -one care that they deserve. And, you know, I'm like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to go see tomorrow for a half hour. Oh, I, I, you know, I did half the stuff I want to do with you. Okay. I'm not, now I have to pass you off to the PT assistant, which is right. It's just, yeah. it's just not, that's, a, it's yeah, not a good that's situation. Definitely my experience too. Yep. It's like, you know, it's like calling your lawyer and saying, hey, can I, oh, we're going to talk for an hour. Cool. You hop on the phone with your lawyer, your attorney, and then halfway through, they say, oh, I'm going to hop on a call with somebody else at the same time. And you're like, no, but I'm paying <laughs> you for your, your time. And so it becomes that situation where people are, I think people are starting to realize that this insurance-based model of, hey, you pay your copay, your, your $20 copay, and you're seeing your PT for 15 minutes to a half hour. I'm like, well, guys there's a, that's $20 care. And I'm sorry, but it is watered down care where compared to what, what we're doing tomorrow. I mean, I, I mean we are an hour one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, we are digging in and, and finding that root cause of what's going on. So it's just, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it frustrated me more early on, but now it's, I'm better at it when, when people say no to me and I completely understand if, Hey, if money is an issue because mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not that I don't take insurance. It's, it's essentially insurance will reimburse typically reimburses afterwards. Uh, most people they do, some people they don't, but most people that hits, they reimburse like 40 to 80% afterwards. So it, it can be frustrating when I work with somebody and they're like, well, you don't take insurance, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, but there's a reason why it's because 
I, I have to do this to give you the care to get you better long-term. And, Mm -hmm. and the reason I do that is I know what it's like when I can't do that. I have so much paperwork. I have to see so many patients and I just, you know, it's not that I don't care. It's just, I'm like, Hey, let's go. I got this paperwork to do. And it's just, it's a different scenario, a different world. And I knew I didn't want that. And I knew that there's people looking for the service and, you know, and, and to me tomorrow, I mean, we're able to get you better (laughs) literally two to three visits for a lot, a lot better in two to three visits because I was able to give you that quality of care. And um, it's it's definitely frustrating when I have people that that right that that they choose not to work with me because I'm a little more expensive and I'm like, well, all right, it's it's like, do you want a normal laptop or do you want an Apple, right? Do you want the high? It's it's <laughs> all about right. It's typically you buy yeah. something more expensive, you're going to get better quality of care, yeah. and right, whether you get reimbursed or not, right? Tomorrow, if I could ask you right now, how much would you pay if I was to take your pain away in three visits? I mean, a hefty sum, to be honest, <laughs> just, I mean, and, after, you know, especially after you go through months and months and, you know, you still can't do the thing like you're saying, then, you know, your willingness to pay definitely goes up. And I'm not, I mean, and it's not even all about the money guys, the, right? The reason I started my practice, if I want to make a shit ton of money, what I would do is the same thing that many other PT, there's a couple in the area that are, that are doing this where they just keep opening practices, right? There's, I'm not going to say who they are, but right. If I want to make a shit ton of money, I'd say, all right, time to take all the insurances, time to open up a practice, grow it, move one over here to Montgomery County. We're going to go to Fairfax County. We're going to open up Gaithersburg. We're going to Germantown, Frederick. We're going to go all the way to DC and open up all over the place. And, the mo- and I would make, probably make a lot of money doing that and make my PTC two, three patients an hour. But I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I actually, right, what I'm doing is actually not, right, it's not as, not nearly as profitable as taking insurance. So the reason I'm doing this is not to make money because I think some people might think, oh, you, you don't, you're, you're, you're out of network with insurance. You're just trying to make more money. No, it allows me to get you better, faster, long term and have better results. So so I just kind of want to talk quickly about like, this is why I'm doing this. It's not because I want to make money. It's not because I want to do this thing. It's because I actually want to get people better long term and show you how to maintain mm-hmm. that. So, uh, so tomorrow, I just want to say thanks for working with me because I know that there's many, many physical therapists out there, many PTs, and it's, it can be tough to find mm-hmm. the right provider and the right person for you because I'm, I'm trying yeah. to find a CPA right now and it's having a hard time doing it. Um, so <laughs> it's definitely tough to find a provider that understands you and and I think I think I have a pretty good understanding of of of, of you, Tamari, and kind of what you have going on. Um, but yeah, just so it's just yeah, thanks for working with me. And I know I, I know these things suck, and they you know and and being a pain and not being able to do what you want to do is is not fun. Yeah, no, it's it's been super helpful, and I think it's also important that you address the insurance piece because I definitely just went in network um, initially. Um, and then after investing a while, I realized that um, I had to go out of network and to actually address the yeah. issue. Um, and I mean, I wasn't when we initially had the conversation, I wasn't sure because I'd already done PT and I'd already spent a lot of money. And I was like, I don't know, like, should I should I even do this? And uh, I'm really glad that I did go with it in the end. I get that a lot of hey man. Well, actually, how much was your copay? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, no, no, I don't mind at all. It was thirty five a session, but even 
even with that, it wasn't that simple. As complicated as healthcare is, it, it wasn't just the copay. I still ended up paying um, quite a bit <laughs> afterwards. It's, it's yeah, because there's always really the copay oh, and there's always like the follow up. There's sorry. Was it because of the the, uh, the deductible? Yes. Yeah. And I think. And this is a great, it's a great point tomorrow. So you had, how many visits was it again? Or was it like 30? Let's say it's around 30 visits, um, would you say? Around there, around there, yeah. So, I mean, you went to see them for 30 visits a couple times a week. Or, and then I know at the end, it kind of went the one time a week, but let's say, 30, let's say $30 for 30 visits. I mean, that's $600 that you already spent. Plus you said, I'm assuming some yeah. of that was all going towards deductible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was that, but there was also the ortho bills. So in the end, you know, it, uh, it didn't, yes. I, I don't know if I saved that much money. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, I would say most likely um, what you had to go through with the copays, which was, I mean, $600 with the, the orthopedist, which is the specialist, which I know it costs more. And some insurance companies don't really mm -hmm. cover that. So let's just say you spent 1200 bucks. I'm just going to throw that out of, out of the, the water. 1200 bucks on that, yeah. <laughs> for a lot of time. I mean, your time is valuable, right? A lot of people that I see, it is, I mean, we see each other once a week, right, Tamari? Yeah. I mean, the, what the people that do very well with me um, understand kind of this relationship between time and money where, right? I mean, Tamari, the road you went down is a lot of people go down that road because they're like, hey, it's a little bit more affordable but I'm going to give you more time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's a, first of all, basically evens out with kind of the, the prices that I have. I mean, it, it yeah, essentially the comparison is going to be, you can pay the same money with the route you went or the, or going to me, I'll get you better a faster, um, B less time commitment and C show you how to take care of it on your own. I don't know anybody who would not take that investment of essentially. I mean, you had to go to the PT twice a week. All also your ortho, ortho appointments, which all the ortho probably did was say, Hey, go to, go to PT, uh, which in Maryland, uh, there's direct access, yes. full direct access. So you can right. go to your, phys your physiotherapist without a physician referral. And um, the only times that they need it is sometimes for insurance. And since, you know, mm. I don't, I don't play that game. So you really don't even need to go to your, or I actually, there's a couple orthos that I know that are fantastic. So I know a couple orthos if I have to use them, but you know, most of the time, you don't, as a, as there's reasons why we're doctors at PT and Mar I love Maryland because they understand this, right? If you have back pain and it's a back tumor, right? A tumor in your back, we are able to screen that out and say, Hey, you got to get out of here. You need to see somebody mm -hmm. else. You need imaging. So there's a reason why we have that doctorate. Maryland respects that and understands it. So mm -hmm. you can see me without a physician referral, right? Indefinitely. There's no 30 days on it. It is unlimited because Maryland understands this and they're a great state, which I like. But um, I mean, a lot of, I think I have, a, I, should, I could make a chart yeah. about that. So to make basically, Mari, you had a lot of time commitment, basically the same monetary commitment um, and also didn't see very oh, good yeah. results where I mean, with us, it was very yep. similar money commitment, monetary commitment, much less time commitment and much, I mean, you're, we are seeing some pretty crazy results some pretty awesome results. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh. Um, but I, and, you know, tomorrow, I appreciate you coming on because I know that, um, I, I know what happens when, when this, when we, when you don't see the right provider and you don't get better, um, 
I, I just appreciate your work with me tomorrow because mm-hmm. I, I know what it's like, and especially with everything you went through of, I mean, spending a lot of money, not only on, on the healthcare, but on the races as well. Like, oh, I got to stop this race. I got to cancel it. All right. And, and oh canceling an uh, ultra marathon, yeah. probably going to eat like half that money if you push it back to the next year. So, I mean, you've been invested pretty deeply into, oh, into yeah. your running. And so, so I, I appreciate your work with me because some people, they, they, they work with me and then they're, they ask me immediately, oh, do you take insurance? And I'm like, well, hey, let's, let's find out what's going on first. And then um, I made the mistake uh, right off the bat of sometimes I would say no. And then they click and hang up the phone. I'm like, well, that didn't go well. So it's, I appreciate you working with me and, and, and sticking with it because, you know, that's my biggest challenge is having people understand that what we do, what I do is much different than traditional PT and that the goal for, right, because my background is in running and mm-hmm. gait analysis and right, CrossFit's another avenue that I have as well. But, right, running and the gait analysis and the strength and mobility that you need as a runner and if you don't have it, right, and, and a lot of stuff is just missed by traditional uh, traditional PT, but um, and guys, I know what happens when you don't get better. I mean, tomorrow you basically lived it. You're like, I, or I know what happens when a, you don't seek help and B, you don't seek the right help of you, you make some progress and then you go back to running and it just flares up and you're like, Oh, I'm back. You're, you're spinning your wheels and you, you're like, Hey, you, you did the right thing. You went to yes. your ortho and you went to the physical therapist and, but the system failed you. I mean, let's call a duck a duck. I mean, it failed you. I mean, would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, um, unfortunately, I mean, they were all great. And, um, but it, the end result just was not what I had hoped for. And, and it's, it's a story I hear a lot of tomorrow. And, and it's a lot of times too. And, and I see a lot of people in your position where they've been right. I mean, the, the therapists that they see are fantastic people, right? We went, and most people go yeah. into physical therapy because they want to help and they care about it. Um, right. But if they just don't have that specialty, Right. It's mm-hmm. it's difficult for them to understand where you're coming from and also understand the intricacies of running form and mobility and strength. Um, but, you know, I, I know what it's like on that end of having to not see the right provider and then finally finding one. Um, but also I know what happens when a you don't seek the right provider or b you or, or b you don't seek any help at all. And, and this is I see this is pretty rampant in the distance running community where people I think that this. right this knee pain or this low back pain or hip pain and running is normal, excuse me, is normal. And, and it's not. And I, you know, when I do these workshops, I always start out and say, Hey, do you guys think this pain that you're having, is this normal? And some people are like, Oh, well, it's normal for me because I do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to challenge you today. And we're going to see how much, how better you feel afterwards. And many times people are pretty amazed at this, the changes we can make in literally an hour workshop doing the mm-hmm. right exercises, whether it's a stretch, uh, mobilization, or release, whatever it is. Um, and they're like, oh, I never, you know, I, I need, my knee feels better. I'm like, great, <laughs> right? Like, you can keep on doing these. And right, you want to make long-term changes, right? If you love the work, right, whether you work with me or not, doing these are going to help, right? But most people, I'm like, hey, if you want to make these changes, right, I, I would love to work with you. And um, I, and I do these guys because I know what happens when you, when you don't take action and you don't make these changes of, Right. Many runners, a guy I worked with uh, yesterday, he was uh, he actually is a runner in New York. Um, he saw my stuff and, you know, he's new to running. So he's actually in a very good position where we can bite this stuff in the nip it in the bud really mm-hmm. quickly. And he's starting to have when he runs. So and guys, let's say if he doesn't work with me and he just keeps on running and running and running and doesn't and just lets his knee pain just kind of, oh, it's just there. You know, just I'll just take a break when it gets worse and just does that for years and years and years. 
you are literally committing suicide on your knees. Very slow, right? I don't want to think, oh, he's killing his knees, but very yeah. slow suicide on your knees where you're just all right, uh, uh, inflaming them up and flame, inflammation, 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 and slowly, right, you're going to wear away the cartilage and you're going right, to wear away the joint where by the time you're 45 or 50, right, you're going to have early onset uh, arthritis and you're probably going to need a knee replacement earlier on, right? And that's, right, those knee replacements last 15 to 20 years tops. You're probably going to need another one after that time. And then after that, there's, typically you get two replacements, that's about it. So, so guys, that, that's the point I'm trying to get at here is I know what happens when you don't take care of these things, you get a surgery, right? You get something that you probably could have avoided if you had just taken the time and the investment in taking care of your body. And, and especially, and, and part of that is seeing the right provider for distance runners. Running form is a huge part of that. And that, right, that's why I do what I do is combine mobility, strength, and the gait assessment to make sure you're moving the right way. So we, we can avoid these issues later in life because, you know, I, I, I've worked in a nursing home. I've worked in a hospital and right. I loved it. Right. I love doing this a little bit more, but I know what it's like to, you know, I've seen people in their forties that get knee replacements and I'm like, man, dude, these joints are supposed to last us a hundred years. How did you blow it out in less yeah. than half of that time? Like what were you doing? And so uh, it's, it's, it's rampant in our society. I think knee replacements and, and all this stuff going on, but um, it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, that, that's why I do what I do. And I, I know what it's like. So the tomorrow though, thanks again for, um, for, for working with me tomorrow. Um, I mean, uh, do you want to say anything else about, I guess, like the, the care you've gotten for me or, or uh, running or anything like that? I mean, just, just that it's definitely been worthwhile. I mean, I, I, like I said before, I was at a place where I just, I, I'd almost given up hope on running, which, you know, it's a huge part of my life. I mean, I, I looked into, you know, I looked into, like literally learning how to swim and I bought a bike and I was like, all right, maybe I can replace it with a different cardio. And, but at the end of the day, I'm a runner and that I, that's what I want to be. And that's, you know, that's, that's my thing. And so it's, you know, it's definitely Mm. been worthwhile to work towards getting back into running rather than trying to find a replacement. So, um, it's been, it's been really great working with you and, um, yeah, I've I've learned a lot and I've definitely improved a lot. Um, I run completely differently now. Like my form is, um, it's very different than what it was before. So I'm glad that um, less bouncy you know, it took me a while less to bouncy. get here. But yeah, less bouncy, um, less overstriding. But yeah, it took me a lot a, a while to get here. But I'm glad that eventually, you know, I found you and that you know I was able to improve. Uh, my running and address like that root cause of what, you know, what was getting me injured because this wasn't my first injury. So, and I think that's, you know, that's pretty, again, pretty common in the running community. Uh, I think I I read somewhere or I don't know where I got this stat from. It could be completely inaccurate, but (laughs) very, I won't say the stat just in case it's inaccurate, but like a very high percentage of runners get injured every year. Um, So Yep. Yeah, it's been really Yeah, it's like 70 working. or 80%, pretty bad. Okay, that's the number I had, so then it must be right. <laughs> if we both know. Um, well, uh, yes, I mean, that's basically, that is very accurate, and that's, it's scary. I'm like, it's, that's based, I mean, that's ba- that's three quarters of the runners will have some kind of injury in, in this year. And I'm like, well, 
What are we like? Mm-hmm. How is it that bad? And then we're like, oh, it's, we got these great shoes. And I'm like, what do you mean great shoes? These shoes are probably shit. Like, <laughs> they're not. They're not changing anything. I'm like these sets are getting worse since we probably putting these big heel lifts in our shoes. And so, you know, that's, that's the thing is like yeah. shoes are not going to fix the problem. Like it's great to have these, like the, the new Nike shoes with the plate in them. Um, I was actually talking to, uh, she's, uh, she, she's the coach for um, more miles to run um, Lauren Kramer. She, um, she has some stuff going on because of the shoe, because of the plate in, in the shoe that, that, that the, it gives you more bounce or, or it helps you translate, transfer that force better. But if you're running the wrong way, it is going to really flare up if you have any flare ups going on. It, it like there's it puts more force to your body. I'm not going to tell exactly what, what yeah. was going on with her, but she had some really crazy stuff because of the shoes. And I'm like, it was actually causing her in her injuries and aches and pains. So um, be careful with the shoes you get, especially these these new ones that have that plate in them. Um, but Samari, tell me this. I mean, um, if somebody is kind of kind of in your situation where maybe they've they're on the fence about mm-hmm. reaching out to me out to a provider that's a specialist in running or maybe they've gone to PT before and just haven't had yeah. that quality of, of care that they wanted to have and just right they've they've been burned before essentially let's call it a spade a spade they've been burned by tra- traditional yeah. PT where they got better a little bit went back to running it came back I mean what would you tell them like what would you advise them to say hey you know take a chance on yourself like reach out to Matt like what would you say to him I mean I just think if it's such a big deal, like if you are like truly a runner and it really, you know, it helps you physically, but mentally, I mean, you just have to make the investment. There's no way around it because I tried, you know, replacing my shoes. And, um, I, I mean, I, I tried traditional PT. I mean, I, I tried like finding a replacement sport. Like I tried everything and, um, spent a lot of time and money and eventually ended up here. And this is the one thing that's worked for me and it makes sense it makes sense to see someone that specializes in your sport because every every sport is different and if you're not um I mean if you're seeing a PT and you're addressing a lot you know you're you're strengthening supporting muscles and doing a lot of useful things but then you're going back out um and you are not addressing the root cause and you're still running incorrectly in a way that you you know makes you vulnerable to injury, then it's just going to be the same thing year after year. You might address one injury as I had done. <laughs> I'd address a couple and then you just kind of end up back here. So it's definitely worth, um, worth the investment for the long term. So it sounds like um, I would save people a lot of time, probably money and uh, yeah. headache. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know it's, it's intimidating to go out of network, but, um, in network from my experience, at least I ended up spending very close to what I would have, you know, out of network because after X amount of sessions and orthos and, um, and of course the time commitment, like it just kind of, I don't know. It, it it's it you think you're saving money but you still end up spending close to you know what you would out of network and um this way it's at least with a you know you're spending it with a more specialized person so more bang for your buck that's the way <laughs> that, that, that is the way i see there it you um, go. there you go it's still very early here in montana so 
<laughs> my brain is just Mars. at half capacity. <laughs> it's like falling asleep as she's talking over here. <laughs> like, oh man, why'd you, why'd you make me get up early for this podcast? <laughs> um, but, but tomorrow, you know, I, I, I think this is a great place to end it. I mean, we could probably talk for, for another hour about this, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, anything else you want to say about just, you know, anything else you want to say about your experience or anything like that before we go? Um, no, just that it's, it's really been great working with you and I'm really glad that I came across your profile and started working with you because I, I really, I don't know where I would be now. I would probably just still not be running. So, um, yeah, definitely glad to have worked with you. Awesome. So I, sounds like I saved you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that for the progress I've made. You okay. can have that. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take it. Um, but awesome guys. So tomorrow you've been great. I, I really appreciate you coming on. And, um, yeah. I mean, do you, do you mind if I, I mean, like sharing your, are you okay if people like look at your Facebook and stuff to make sure that you are a real person and not fake? <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> They're going to see a I mean, lot of it's... cat memes and cat videos, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you guys want to look up tomorrow, but by all means, I mean, I've, I've looked at your Facebook before. You got a bunch of running stuff on there. So, um, so you guys look up tomorrow and yeah. again, tomorrow, what's, uh, how do you say your last name again? I don't want to butcher it. I know you said it sounds like it's just, it's intimidating <laughs> for me. It's very, I know it is. It's just Ramishvili. Gotcha. So guys, if you want to look up tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow, Ramishvili, um, please feel free to, but guys, thanks again for, for joining us. And, um, tomorrow, thanks. I know it's early, early in Montana there moving around all over the place, but, um, guys, thanks for joining us and again if right if you guys have something going on i go this is why you know i do what i do is right to help right distance runners and people learn that hey you don't have to be in pain there's things you can do to improve yourself and to really mm -hmm. to get out of pain and do what you want to do so guys if you're interested in that hey guys please reach out to, to alpha project physio uh, so you look up alpha project physio.com or uh or look at my instagram or, or facebook it's just alpha project physio uh it's physio with a z um, and so right, you can, so I have a lot of free content on there. Please look at it. And so, right, if, if it sounds cool to you, then, Hey, I'd love to hear from you. But, um, if not, I I'd want you, I'd love for you to at least look at my content and just kind of, there's some great information there. So please look it up and, uh, Hey, if it's for you, awesome. I'd love to hear from you, but, uh, but guys, thanks for joining us on the podcast today and, uh, I'll catch you next time. Hey, wait a minute, guys. I just wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, please share this with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tag Alpha Project Physio so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from me, please follow Alpha Project Physio on Instagram and Facebook and then subscribe to the Alpha Project newsletter at www.alphaprojectphysio.com. See you guys next time.